Guys from Podcast, just two guys answering the internet's questions. I'm Sean Cordingley. And I'm David R. Smith. Today we're just talking about all things E3, because that's the big topic in the nerd world right now. And all of the questions I got for the last four days have been, what do you think about E3? What did Dave like? What trailers does Dave like? What are the trailers outside of PlayStation you liked? It's nice that you guys are just asking about me, because yeah. it makes me feel loved, you guys. <laughs> Don't ask Dave. Even if you don't ask me. <laughs> don't ask Dave about Dave. Yeah. But you ask Sean about Dave. You know, skip the middleman. But to be fair, it was usually while I was on tweeting, like live tweeting through sure. uh, one of the press conferences or something. So people were, I was already connected to the hashtag anyway. So Certainly. that would be why, what are you guys liking? So. I don't really care. Because ultimately you guys know that I'm not as much of a gamer as Sean. Yeah. I read his article that came out. On Monday, Monday? night? Yeah. yeah. It came out Monday night after the press conference. About the PlayStation, like the top five things to come out of the PlayStation uh, conference. For me. Yep. For Sean. And I will agree that um, the the production values were... So I came to Sean's... Uh, I did watch all the trailers that he posted on the on the article, but I came to Sean's to do this. And he showed me highlights of the, the PlayStation conference. Yep. And it looked amazing. Yeah, the stagecraft. The stagecraft, so the, the, the production values were unbelievable. Yeah. For a video game press conference? Yeah. Because, you know, you need pyro and, and, and dry ice and waterfall and, like... Why don't you need that at a video game conference? Right. Clearly, they're doing something right. Yeah, they really are. So that was awesome. Um, We're not going to focus too... I am not going to focus too much on PlayStation, because if you guys want to know what I felt about PlayStation and what came out of that press conference specifically, please go to theguysfrom.com. It is up in the gaming section. But instead of writing an article about what I liked about the rest, we're going to do that on the podcast, but... If there's anything you want to talk about PlayStation first, that way people get your side of it and I can chip a bit. Maybe we'll do that and then we'll roll through. Okay. Uh, the two that really stuck out to me from their conference, uh, we're going to start with one. I mean, Days Gone looks unbelievable. Yeah. Zombie Bear. Right. Zombie Bear. I said to Sean as we were watching just a clip of it because I had watched it already and, and yeah. we were just kind of skipping through, but we got to the part where he basically blows up the dam. Yeah. And the zombies come flying in and he saves his friend. Uh, it looks like a combination of World War Z meets Grand Theft Auto meets Far Cry. Yeah, with a little bit of Last of Us as for an atmosphere mm, feel. Sure, okay. Too. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so that one looks cool. I'm not going to dwell on that. The two that I that stuck out that we hadn't actually really that Sean hadn't talked about that I didn't realize were talked about at E3 mm-hmm. were Call of Duty World War 2, which it looks so good. It looks so good. And it's so time to return for World War II. And again, if you want more of my thoughts on that, theguysroom.com. I wrote an entire article. On about how we need to have like a... Uh, about how we needed to go back in time and about Call of Duty World War II. Oh, interesting. Okay. So so that took care of it. They read your article. Yeah, obviously. Obviously. This probably hasn't been in the works for like two, three years. Uh, I wrote it two years ago when we started the website. <laughs> it was one of my first articles. And they read it and went, yes. We, we better get on this. We better do that because Sean will talk about it if we yeah. do. But and like, it just, it looks, it looks so good. Watching that trailer, I was, it was almost like jumping back to my old house where my old roommate would play Call of Duty Modern Warfare and just watching the ease that these, these, your character switching between his guns and his, and his grenades and his... 
pipe bombs or whatever he he was running around with yeah. and tossing them into uh, bunkers and, and everything. And it was just like, this is terrifying because <laughs> I've never been that good at switching and just figuring, oh, I need to toss something there. Now I'm back to my gun and I'm shooting this guy. Like, I'm not that proficient. Again, as we talked about a couple weeks ago, I feel like with more practice, I would be. Oh, yeah. It's it's all about practice, especially in a first-person shooter. At a certain point, it clicks, yeah. and you stop thinking about what you have to it's do, just and a you muscle just start memory. doing yeah. it. Yeah. And I've, I've kind of gotten to that point. Even with Far Cry, when I was playing that, I got to that point where I was like, okay, this exactly. is a little bit easier for me. I, you know, I still fumbled a little bit, but... That's why you have training missions and everything is because you need to get used to the basic controls and then get better at them. Yeah, and at a certain point you start reading situations differently. Mm-hmm. And there's a game we're talk- going to talk about way, way later where that definitely happens. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it's it it looks so great. fluid. It's I mean you're using older guns, so you have to be more. You can't be as liberal with your ammo. And it's not weird exosuit jumping and it's not in space mm-hmm. and it's not super future weird it's before i even knew cuz i I'd, I'd seen something about call of duty world war 2 that it was forthcoming yep and Sean was kind of fast forwarding and all of a all of a sudden i saw ardennes france and i was like what <laughs> like oh i should stop here i'll stop here and i think there was something else i can't remember what it said best owning or something like that and i just i i, I turned to Sean and i said is this Call of Duty World War Two? And I just hunkered down because... <laughs> yeah. Oh, man, am I excited for that one. First time I've been excited for Call of Duty in a while. Is that right? Yeah. It's it's not that I don't like the future stuff, but it feels all kind of samey. Sure. And I'm in it for the single player more than I am the mm-hmm. multiplayer. And mm-hmm. that is for all shooting games, is I like a campaign. So when it's six hours and then they expect you to play multiplayer the whole time I really want something that I'm interested in and Certainly. I'm fascinated by World War One, World War Two. still waiting for that great Vietnam game yeah but no, World I... War Two. hearing the sound of the M1 Garand clip eject for whatever reason makes me happy because it's just like yep that's that's a noise that I have a lot of really good gaming feelings attached to right and that's I, I do agree with that is I feel like I will play some of the online stuff when I get my PlayStation and join the network and everything like that. Yeah. But I don't feel like it will be... For me, again, like when I was playing um, uh, Medal of Honor recently. Oh, yeah, yeah. It was really fun, but I never felt that compulsion, even though, you know, I'm sure the, the servers, servers were probably were out by down now. anyway. Yeah. But I never really felt that compulsion to go and play online multiplayer stuff. And I right. might do a little bit of it if I'm... If I get that game at the time that it's popular and... It's COD. COD is popular year-round. Till the next COD comes out, most people will be playing it. Fair enough. Okay. There'll be drop-off, but it's not the same as an empty server. Mm-hmm. Like, maybe you have a little bit more trouble finding a map, but no, you will you should be able to. But ideally, I, I would have... I mean, we'll see how the next couple months go, but if I have couple hundred bucks that I can put towards a new game system, then maybe I'll have a PlayStation by November 3rd. 3rd. Um, yeah, but let's be honest, you're probably going to be playing something that came later around that time. Yeah, probably. <laughs> <coughs> anyway, it looks awesome. I'm I'm really excited about it. Yeah. Like, I, I like first-person shooters. I've made that abundantly clear. This one is... One like I'm I'm super interested in the history of the Second World War and yeah. all the weaponry and everything. So I feel like it's going to be 
and a COD, really fun game to play. Say what you will, COD has still got the best shooting mechanics. Yeah. They like they do. It just it feels the best. It's most simple and effective. And most other games have aped their control scheme. Right. Rather than making their own, because now it's almost becoming a shooter standard. Is this is Right. Alright, score to reload. Great. Okay. Aim with L two. Great. Yeah, that is one thing. Like everyone has their own and what am I playing? I can't remember which one it is, but I'm playing something, and maybe it's because it's Xbox that it's different, but I just feel like even with GTA, there's some things where I go to do, I'm like, this makes sense, this should, this should, why isn't that doing what I want it to do? And I yep. don't love that, but there's not much you can do and about that. And that's the that. unified thing. Yeah. I've been, I've just started recently, off on a little tangent, I guess, but I just recently started uh, Mass Effect Andromeda. Okay. And I keep wanting to call up my menu by using the button that calls up the menu in Persona 5, and it's totally not the same button. (laughs) (laughs) And it's driving me nuts. (laughs) I feel like that's why I need more than just first-person shooter games, is because when I'm done playing one of those, I need to get that out of my head. So I need to go to something like PlayStation The Show or a a hockey game where it's a completely different set of things that you're doing. So I'm, yeah. I'm swinging a baseball bat and pitching a ball instead of switching guns and trying to shoot somebody between the eyes. If you're doing PS Plus, you'll get two free games, two to four free games a month. And I so it's just that. like, here's a little random game where you're a disco man flying around shooting lasers. And it's like, yeah, is I'm going to do that. Is that an actual game? Yeah, that was, remember we talked about it in the what we're up to, the laser disco defenders? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, anyway, second anyway, PlayStation thing. Call, I was going to say Call of, of War. Call of War. That fish that bites people. I would play that in a heartbeat. I know you would. Uh, God of War. Yeah. Uh, early 2018 is the re- release date according to PlayStation. Yeah, uh, I'd expect it around February unless it gets delayed, I think. Sure. I, they found a lot of success with the Horizon Zero Dawn window. Okay. That came out late February. Okay. So... It kind of, it gave it a window in which it was able to breathe without a big, there's no COD, there's no Battlefield, there's no Battlefront, there's nothing, none of that is around it, so. It looks. It looks so good. So good. I mean, I, I, I think I played the first one, how many of them are there? Uh, mainline on not, uh, portable stuff, three. Okay, I think I played the first two. God of War 3 was on PlayStation 3. Oh, then I definitely haven't played God of War 3. Yeah. Um, but the ones that I have played, I certainly played one of them, and I think I played the second one, or was, I think Derek and I were playing, and then, I can't remember. Anyway. Yeah. Uh, it's it's a great franchise. Yeah, it is. And the fact that Kronos, Kronos? Kratos. Kratos. Damn it. Kronos is a thing that I use at my work. Anyway. And a Titan. Oh, yeah, right. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Um, you weren't that far out. You fight Kronos yeah. in one of the God of Wars. <laughs> totally, so. yeah. So I was close-ish. Anyway, yeah. Kratos, he's gone to a new world. Like I feel like at a certain point, you can only do the same thing. He's killed everyone you could in Greek mythology. Right, so unless you reboot the franchise and just start from scratch, you have to go elsewhere. So why not go north and go to the to the Vikings Which and the Norse gods? kind of doing anyway. This is totally. sort of a reboot, because it is literally called God of War. Yeah. So, oh yeah, yeah, it is. So it's it's sort of a reboot, but using the character. It's a it's a reboot in the same sense of a movie reboot, where it's yeah. like, well, we're rebooting Spider Man. Okay, well, so it's yeah. still Spider Man, but it's another first one. We're redoing Star Trek. We have another Captain Kirk. Yeah, exactly, yeah, exactly. 
Which makes sense. So we ha- although it's it sounds like the same voice actor and everything. I think it is, but they did change between two and three. So oh, weird. Okay. Regardless, Again. I mean, it doesn't really matter. Maybe that guy was sick or busy or on another project or what have you. There's so yep. many different things. It doesn't matter. It's he's a cool looking dude. Like I again, I I didn't even see uh, anything. All I saw was kind of his back, and there's the the red stripe down his back, and I was like, "Yep, God of War? Are you kidding me?" It looks. I mean, there wasn't a lot of gameplay in that one, but it doesn't even matter. Like it just. Actually, that's what it looks like. <laughs> that's that's what the game looks like. Because the CG with gameplay trailer that we got at E3 2016, which yeah. is the reason that I didn't put it on this top five thing, because right. I was expecting another God of War trailer with a date. I'm like, that's exactly what we're going to get. That's what I got. Cool. Yeah, so you had issue with somebody in your write-up. You were talking about somebody who didn't even give any date. Was it something... Uh, Detroit? Detroit, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, where they... When they were posting it, they didn't give any date, or was it this one that they didn't give any dates because you don't want to be? No, no, God of War we know is early. No, no, no I meant Detroit. Detroit, Detroit they yeah. didn't put anything, right? Right. Okay. No date. There was no window, no nothing. Whereas nope. this one, it's like early uh, 2018. 2018. So yeah. you have an idea of when it is, but you don't know. It'll be Q1. Q1 for video games terminates at April, like everywhere else. So it'll probably be February or March. Okay. That would be my guess, unless it gets delayed. Right. And that would be what Detroit's doing, and that's what Detroit... Like, David Cage takes his time, fine. But we've been seeing Detroit become human for three years, two Is that or right? three years? Two, for sure. And so it's like, okay, do you have an idea of when this is coming, or is this just another Last Guardian that took ten years? Right. <laughs> Fair. Great. Uh, that's it from the PlayStation conference. Are you excited about being Dad of War? It's going to be interesting. That's right? a really it's a it's a cool idea that you're basically like training your son and kind of protecting him. It, it just there's another factor there. There's something else you have to worry about. It's not yep. you're not just saving yourself, you're saving your son. And that's that's interesting. That brings a whole different dynamic to that game. If you have a chance, go back to our 2016 and by you I mean Dave, but if you guys listening haven't heard it either or read it either, go for it have a chance, go to my E3 2016 PlayStation thing mm-hmm. and check out the seven-minute trailer for God of War from there. Okay. Because that shows you a good chunk of the early stuff. Okay. And gameplay. And you'll see what I mean about the fact that that is the gameplay. That's what it looks like. Cool. Okay. Also, beard or no beard? You like the beard? I prefer no beard. Okay. He looks tougher with no beard, I think. He does, but there is that kind of the softer... Da- that that's the, what I mean. The patronly sort of dad of war. Yeah, yeah. No, I get that. When I saw him, I was like, I don't know how I feel about that. <laughs> but he is a father, and he's trying. <laughs> Nothing says dad like beard. It's true. My dad had a beard for the first, well, mustache slash beard for the first ten years of my life. There you go. And he shaved it off one day. And I was like, what happened? I feel <laughs> like if. Kratos yep. shaves his beard. That kid's going to freak the hell out. Probably. Yeah. Um, at the beginning, when he says, are you going to do it, and he throws his axe, is that him basically trying to say that he's out, done? Like, he's... Do we have an idea of what that means? Okay. No. Okay. I wasn't sure if that came out elsewhere or... No. Because that's... Not it that almost, I know It's of. almost like, okay, I'm giving this all up. I'm being a father, so there goes my axe. I'm done with this. And then he kind of gets sucked back into it. That that's could be. That's my guess, but I don't know. 
tried to leave, but they just keep pulling him back in. Exactly. Mob of War. <laughs> I'd play that. Yeah, I would play that too. In a heartbeat. Uh, yeah, that's PlayStation. Okay, yeah. cool. Like I said, anything else, we've got an article up. Yep. Check it out. Whatever Sean said, I agree. Sweet. Except for Detroit. I don't... It's not as in, enticing to me. But it I've, looks cool, but... I've also played all of his other certainly. stuff. And I'm a fan, so... Okay, well, there you go. Um, the only thing I want to talk about with Nintendo was the Mario trailer. Okay. What? <laughs> well, his hat's magic, and now it's... You get powers from hats, I think. And you put your hat on something and you become that something like a Goomba or a bullet or a hammer brother or yeah or that or that random guy in the city yeah or the the coin operated viewfinder telescope thing like yeah Nintendo is so weird yeah they are some of their stuff I'm just like yes well done and then some of their stuff I just don't get it and this one I love I mean our retro video games podcast and just in general like i've i've always touted how much i love the original mario brothers yep you have and i still do it's still one of my all-time favorite games but it just got so gimmicky i don't know we're trying to base it off of a trailer sure and they're trying to show you all of it maybe all of that takes place over 40 hours and it's just or there's random things but it does look like you're solving everything by possessing stuff. Yeah. It's just, it's... I don't know. Weird. It's weird looking. It's not something... Uh, when it comes out in the October. fall, yeah. Yeah. Uh, anybody with a Nintendo Switch, if you want to let us know that we're wrong, I just, I won't play it because I'm not going to get a Nintendo Switch. If I can only afford to get one game console, I'm not going to get a Switch. I'm going to get a PlayStation. Well, and that's the thing. You buy a Nintendo console for Nintendo games. Mm-hmm. So if you love... Pokemon, or you love Kirby, or Yosh, or Mario, Zelda, yeah. Yeah. Okay, then that's the system for you. But if you like the third parties, you like the Ubisoft, Bethesda, the big stuff, the crushing graphics, COD, that sort of stuff, you're not going to buy a Switch. No, exactly. Their Switch is your second console, and there's nothing wrong with that, but they just have not done a great job in making me want... And again, as I've said this before, I am not a Zelda guy. Mm-hmm. I've never been a fan of the Zelda games. They're fine. Ocarina's great. Sure. But I'm not gonna go out and spend $500 to get something to play Zelda and... ARMS? Oh, yeah. And that weird, like, 1-2 Switch game. Yeah. Yeah. The one where you just... Yeah, anyway. So that was my Nintendo part of the of E3. Okay, cool. And you're not an RPG guy, and so Switch has got some RPGs coming that look pretty cool. Fire Emblem, Xenoblade, yeah. that sort of stuff. Yeah, but... Um, PlayStation, they had the PSVR. Yep. Looks interesting enough. Uh, virtual reality isn't necessarily my... Like, I don't even own the system, so I'd start with just the TV before I get into virtual reality, I think. Um, the TV? I'll Sorry before I get the system. Like, I just... I'll play it okay. on... Like, just the, the just ones play you can on play it. on the TV. Yeah. Like, yeah, I'm not gonna get the helmet before I... No. Well, it also, like, triple... Doubles the price. Yeah. So... But it looks cool. I mean, there's some neat-looking yeah. stuff. It's just... Definitely. But... I don't need to be entirely entrenched in that world. No. I'm pretty happy just looking at my TV and... Enjoying that. Playing COD on there. Yeah, yeah. exactly. And you wouldn't be playing COD on VR. No, exactly. 
No. Although there will probably be a Battlefront mission, meaning flying an X-Wing in virtual reality. Okay, that would be pretty cool. Yeah. <laughs> and by pretty cool, I mean super cool. Yeah, but it lasts 20 minutes and then you're done? Yeah. Or you play it again? Yeah, exactly. Cool, but eh. Yeah. Um, okay, so now we're getting into Xbox, but not necessarily Xbox. Like, it's stuff that came out at their conference, but yeah. stuff that will be cross-platform. It just happened to be demonstrated at their at their conference. Right. <coughs> now, you keep saying that you're going to get a PlayStation. Would you not even consider getting an Xbox One S? And that's S, not X. The X that's going to be $500 for all the flops. What's no. the difference between a One and a One S? Uh, better. Okay. I I mean... <laughs> it's just better. You mean instead of a PlayStation? Yeah. No. I, I it's To me, it's all about the, the baseball. Ah. Uh. Right? <laughs> okay, yeah. Like, the Xbox stuff looks cool, but also, I was talking to my cousin about this on, on the weekend. Um, like, he plays... He has an Xbox, and he plays some video games, and, and I said, I don't play a lot of video games, but I want to be able to play the show. Right. Um... And I would like to, if I'm playing online, I would like to play against friends. And you and I have very similar tastes in games. We do. And so you other and than I, baseball, other than baseball, but you and I would, as far as online games go, do you want to play COD? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> or, hey man, do you want to play a way out? Yeah, I totally play that. Right. We know each other pretty well too. So do yeah. you like Dave? You gonna do this? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Great. So. That was a pretty good segue. Yeah. Um, that looks cool, doesn't it? Looks, what a neat concept for a game. Very different. Like, a game that is 100% only co-op. And split-screen co-op. Yeah. So even when you're in Lethbridge and I'm here and we're playing it together, it's still split-screen where I can see you, go, your yeah. guy and you can see mine. It's such an interesting... Co- like, I mean, there's a part of me who really likes the idea. When we were playing the the weird Ultimate Frisbee soccer tennis... Oh, tennis, Disc Jam. That's the one. Yeah. Did we figure out if if there I was, was playing at my house and you were playing at your house, would it still be a split screen? Do we know? I don't think it would be. Yeah, which is which would make things easier because then you're only controlling your side. But this being able to see what your character is doing and when your character is doing it and and knowing everything that's going on the entire time is very very cool. Yeah, and one person being able to play while the other person's screen is in a cutscene. What an interesting thing. Because they're not together the entire time. exactly. So they're doing stuff. And for anyone who hasn't seen it, it's a split-screen co-op prison break game with inset period. I don't know what period. I was trying to guess on the hair. I'm thinking late 60s, early 70s, maybe. Yeah, I was trying to figure that out as well. It looks, I mean, from from a vehicle standpoint, it looks around that time period too. Yeah. But I don't know for sure. It's tough to tell with prisoners because they look like prisoners. Exactly. But, yeah. But the idea of the two of us breaking out of prison and then having to get through checkpoints and which one of us is better at this section, yeah. and that would be down to character, but mm-hmm. also control, and because I'm more used to PlayStation, and be like, okay, this, is gonna, this might be finicky. Let me try it first. <laughs> yeah. Well, and just because at the beginning, when you told me that it was a prison co-op prison break game i was like that sounds awesome that sounds really cool yeah but then even as they were showing it i was like but there's more and then you're off you're riding motorcycles and trucks and like once you it's not just getting out of prison there's 
way more to it after. Yeah, I'm wondering, Brothers, <clears throat> A Tale of Two Sons, I think is what the whole thing was called. Okay. The guy's first game, or guy's studio, I can't really remember. Uh, that was one where each joystick, like each thumbstick yeah. on the controller controlled a different brother. Oh. So he plays with the co-op thing, so if we both wanted to play it, I would have one of the joysticks and you'd have the other on the same controller and we'd be like trying to move the brothers around. Oh, interesting. So he does weird stuff like this, but also what I'm wondering is I'm thinking six hours, maybe eight total. Yeah. But even if it was five, I'd be okay with that because yeah. the concept is cool. Plus how long can it be when you're trying to get gamers to be able to schedule with each other to play it? Exactly. It's not something that you can, you know, it can't be a 160-hour game. No. It's got to be something that's kind of... Persona 5 entirely split-screen. Oh, my God. <laughs> That'd be remarkable. <clears throat> no, no, Dave, I need you to I need you to fuse that jack-o'-lantern. I'm just so tired. Fuse the jack-o'-lantern. I want to go to bed. <laughs> Dave, pay attention. I can see it in your menu. <laughs> fuse it. <laughs> uh... Yeah, it looks um, it looks really cool. I'm really, really intrigued by that game. That was really one of the surprises. The thing that got me, one of the things that got me the most excited from the entire conference was just that concept is so cool to me that I hope, I hope it works out. Yeah, I really do. I yeah. look forward to hearing more about it. Mm-hmm. The new Assassin's Creed reboot. Yep. Very intrigued by that. I mean. I've played some Assassin's Creed, and it's what I've played I've really enjoyed. Yeah. But before we started recording, you kind of told me the dilemma that they were into with the fact that everybody was kind of going, well, it's basically the same. It's getting samey. Yeah. They had Unity, their first one on next-gen consoles, which now current-gen consoles, I guess, <laughs> had all of those um, glitches, which I'm sure you saw some of the memes of, where it was just eyeballs and lips floating inside oh, yeah. of a face and stuff. Like, that was... <laughs> So they had some problems, and people were starting to fall out, and the Desmond storyline... Remember Desmond? Yeah. Yeah, his storyline ended, so it was just... Like, it was kind of strange and amorphous, and it needed to take some time to go away, rework on the engine, hopefully rework combat, right? and then come back with something new, and they came back with, all right, fine, let's do the foundation of the assassins. Ancient Egypt. Which makes perfect sense. Start from the beginning. If you need to find, if you need to retool, and you kind of drop somebody down right in the middle of this, yeah. then start from the beginning. Well, and we went, because they started in the Crusades, and yeah. they went all the way up to Victorian London. Right. So it was getting to the point where it's like, okay, well, do you, are we going to do World War One right now? Yeah. Or where are we going with this? And like we said, the... People are getting less excited, etc., etc. This is a great way to change that. Yeah, and I feel like, considering the nature of the game, and it's all about stealth, and it's all about, you could still do World War One. Oh, definitely. And I think it'd probably be cool, but it's just there's something to be said about not having firepower. Yeah. And having to use arrows and knives and stealth, and it's one of the reasons why I love Far Cry so much is because so much of what I could try and do was kill guys by sneaking up on them and... And, yep. and stabbing. And stabbing. Good old stabbing. Yeah, and using a bow and arrow as a sniper rifle because it was quiet. Yep. I mean, you had to be closer, but it was quiet. Yeah. You don't hear anything. I think the fit... 
my favorite Assassin's Creed, and most people's, I believe, is probably the Ezio story, which was Renaissance Italy. That's the one I really enjoy, too, yeah. It's so good. Yeah. But it's Renaissance Italy. That was what was made a... Yeah. It's Medici. It's Da Vinci. Yay. Yeah, it's all the... Like, there's so much... Like, just so many stories that have come out of that time period, and so much drama, and... I don't know, just the political situation was in upheaval, and everything about it is just so fascinating. Why wouldn't you want to play a game that takes place at that point? And spoilers, you get to stab a pope. There you go. For (laughs) anybody who's ever wanted to commit... Papacide? Yeah. Is that what it's called? Probably would be. I assume so. Yeah. I was going to say deicide, but I was like, that's... Nope, that's God killing. I mean, he's the voice of God, but not quite a God. Right. Yeah. Like, Sue Day aside, he's the Sue God. Or something. I'm happy with Papacide. Papacide makes way more sense. <laughs> I'm also just stupid tired, so... If you know the name of the Pope being murdered, press 1. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Do we want to take that as our halfway point That's as we just hit half an hour? Kind we'll of keep, what I was thinking. we'll come on back? That seems to work for me. Awesome. Well, the second half of our discussion of E3 is brought to you in part by Gemlore. Praise Gamlor, Gamlor the Destructor. Praise him. Gamlor side? And we're back, and just still talking about E3, so let's just keep it going. Yay! What does E3 stand for? Electronic Entertainment Expo. Awesome. I just, all of a sudden, I was like, wait, EA is Electronic Arts. I figured it was Electronic something or other, but yep. an expo makes sense. I just missed that middle one. Yeah. Okay. So we've got a couple more on the Xbox that are weirdish games, but yeah. kind of interesting looking. Yeah. So the first one is The Artful Escape. Yeah. That trailer didn't tell us anything. No. Ex- really. Except it'll be ready when it's damn well ready. Yeah, coming when it's damn ready. Yeah. Best way to... I like that. Yeah. Just like, we're working on it. Shut up. Get off our back. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't know anything about it. It's a Beethoven and... Beethoven and Dinosaur. And Dinosaur. Is that, is that a company? Yes. Okay. That's who, who's making with Annapurna uh, distributing, basically. Have they made other things, or is this like a new company? I have no idea. Okay, so you don't know anything about... Beethoven, Beethoven and, and dinosaur? dinosaur? Nothing. They might be a Microsoft indie studio. I, okay. I don't know, right? Okay. So, uh, fascinating. But it's like psychedelic platformer where you jump while playing an electric guitar. And I'm yeah. Like that it looks gorgeous. It looks unbelievable from an artistic standpoint. It looks super cool. Kind of storybook and music video at the same time. No, it's it looks really cool. Yeah, I just know nothing about it, and I don't know whether it's coming out on only Xbox or. No clue. And that's the issue is... With Annapurna, I have no idea. Okay. They kind of pick and choose. Right. They're usually wider. Wider will give you more money, but maybe Xbox is paying for the game, so I sure. don't know. So it's hard to say. And if it was just Xbox, and that makes me sad because I want to kind of play it. Yeah. And I feel like everybody I know who owns an Xbox wouldn't buy that game. <laughs> Probably not. So... The person who would buy it would be me. Exactly. And I do not have an Xbox. I know you don't. Hey, Sean, you want to buy an Xbox so we can play The Artful Escape? Mm. What about so we can play Cuphead? I love the look of Cuphead, though. That game looks amazing. It's so 
cool looking. They're hand-drawing, old-fashioned, and by old-fashioned, I mean 30s, 40s animation. Think about, like, Felix the Cat-style animation. Yeah. And... Betty Boop. Yeah. Pin-up-type animation with animals and, and, like, mid-Mickey the Mouse-type animation. Yeah. That stuff. Did you just call him Mickey the Mouse? He is a mouse. It's true. I told you I was tired. I'm yeah. still recovering from my cousin Stag. Yeah. My brain is not functioning properly. He is Mickey the Mouse today. That fine. <laughs> fine. Uh yes. But it is like Steamboat Willie yeah. even. Maybe a little later than that, but, but not, not by much. much. No. And so again, I don't know really what the concept is. Uh it's a platformer, kind of, but it's mostly built toward boss fights. So that the oh, second trailer okay. I showed yeah, you there yeah. where it was like the, the... The guy breathing the fire and you're jumping yeah. through the fire rings. And, yeah. Okay. Originally it was only boss combat, like boss rush kind of idea, where you just, you fight a boss, then the next one, there's a story clip, and then you fight a boss. Oh, and story yeah, clip yeah, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. But then people asked for platforming levels, which is why I guess the game has taken that much longer. I see, well, because it takes forever to draw and that sort of draw stuff. draw that sort of stuff, yeah. Yeah. If you, if you guys have not seen a trailer for Cuphead, do. Yeah. It's really cool. It looks very cool, and I just, I can't believe I had never heard of it, because it seems like a, a, the style of game that would be right up my alley. But it is indie Xbox, so who is going to talk in your circles about <laughs> indie Xbox? Because that is an Xbox exclusive. There's no yeah. PlayStation or PC, maybe a PC, but there's but no PlayStation. PlayStation coming. I could just picture my brother and my cousin sitting around the campfire being like, so... You guys heard about Cuphead? <laughs> and I'd be like, what? And then they tell me about this hand-drawn animation video game, and I'd be like, well, that sounds awesome. I don't know how you guys know about this. And then one of them unzips a zipper, and it's secretly me. And then I punch the <laughs> other one, and I run into the woods. <laughs> sure. Why the hell not? It's more likely than either of them telling you about Cuphead. That is actually fair. Yeah. It's hard to argue that logic. Yeah. Um, the only other thing that came out of the Xbox conference that we wanted to talk about was Shadow of War. Yep. Um, well, I I will, before we get to Shadow of yeah. War, I do want to give a little shout out to Anthem. Okay. The third person Destiny kind of multiplayer sci-fi game that they premiered. It's from Bioware Edmonton. Oh, cool. Uh, it looks really cool. I just know that it's not really up Dave's alley, and as we have a limited amount of time to be able to fill him in on all of this stuff we're talking about, I figured I could pass on that, but I am very intrigued. I want to see more about it. Um, The game is called Anthem? It's called Anthem. Okay. Maybe once I get home and before I go to sleep at like 8 o'clock tonight, (laughs) I will try and look at that trailer. Yeah. It looks really cool. Okay. But... It's a multiplayer game. I had to make choices. Sure, fair. So I, I just was yeah. like, mm, we'll set that one aside. We'll put a pin in that. Maybe we'll talk about it later. Whatever. Right. Okay. So. Uh, I will take a look at the trailer and let you know what I think. Cool. Uh, Shadow of War, though. Yeah. Oh, man. And I haven't played Shadow of Mordor. Mordor. Right. But Sean has suggested that when I get the PlayStation 4 that I get Shadow of Mordor just to play it so I know kind of the the controls and everything. And Plus, and just... it's a game you're going to dig and it's going to be super cheap by that point. That I do like cheap. I think I got my copy uh, 
January of last year for $25. Oh, cool. Okay. So, yeah. Well, and I have made it quite well known that I am a big Lord of the Rings fan. So yep. anything in that sort of mythology, I'm all over. Yeah. And it's kind of the, the earlier years, too, which is kind of interesting. I, yes. it, I just find that fascinating. And you get to, I mean, it's the history of this world history, basically. Yep. And, uh, yeah, watching it and just watching that trailer, I got excited about Shelob, and I got excited about the one of the orcs that looks ridiculously familiar. Yep. And, I mean, Sauron looks intense, but you can actually hear him talk. He doesn't need a voice to talk for him, and, you, you know, this is Sauron before he was defeated the first time, and, like, it's just, it's a rad concept. Well, that would be the, the, um, probably a backstory thing. Oh, before, that makes sense. If it's before he's defeated, because... Yeah. Fair. Anyway. Yeah. Yeah. But I also got, like, right at the end when he's he's kind of raising up to fight, and then there's this Nazgul... Or, um... Uh, Balrog. Yep. Like, I remember when I first started watching Lord of the Rings, and I saw... Yeah, I guess it was Fellowship, and the Balrog comes out, and all of a sudden all the... the orcs and the the goblins go running off and yep. and uh, everything stops. Just goblins at that point. Yeah, I think it is just in goblins. The the, yeah. Oh, this place will be crawling with orcs. That's what he says. Anyway, so yeah, it's the goblins that are firing at them and everything. All of a sudden it just goes quiet. And everybody scatters away and you go, oh, what's going on? And that, <laughs> that thing shows up. And I ask my friends, like, what the hell is that? <laughs> oh, that's a Balrog. Okay, and then one of them told me about the Silmarillion and yep. how at one point there's a whole army of Balrogs fighting an army of uh, elves and dwarves. I was yeah, like, that yeah. Is so that's the cool. movie we all want, right? Exactly. Not three hobbits. Do the Balrog battle? Yes, just do a two-hour Balrog elf dwarf fight. Yeah, and I'd probably be happy. <laughs> Directed by Michael Bay. <laughs> it's all low-angle Balrogs. <laughs> Like literally, an elf just goes up and slaps a Balrog, and that's it's like the, <laughs> it explodes. It's like the raid, oh, where there's like one minute of story, and the rest is just a, a, a fight. And if yeah. that was what that was, I would be so happy. Yeah. Plus, it would only be an hour and a half. Also, a true. third of the length of any other Lord of the Rings movie <laughs> of the modern ones. Yeah. Obviously, Ralph Bakshi was different, but yes, sure. Uh, anyway, the idea that I would actually get to fight a Balrog, yeah. Is pretty fun. And I'm pretty... On the old PlayStation 2 games, were you able to fight... I know... I can't remember what you what you were able to fight. Like, I know at one point... Oh, because they did that one that was kind of like Battlefront. Yeah, kind of. I don't remember what it was called. There was a few Lord of the Rings games that came out, and I can't remember... Oh, there was remember. a bunch, because yeah. I was right around the time of the movies. So why not cash in on that? I think... I don't know Maybe. if you ever could fight a Balrog, but certainly not in any of the games that I played. I wonder if one of the heroes wasn't a Balrog. It's like, oh, you get a kill streak or whatever. You earn enough points. Now you can be the Balrog. I can't oh, remember if that was a thing or not. Okay. Because you could be Sauron, I think. Could you? At one point. Okay. Maybe. That's uh, a long time since I played that. Yeah. But, it just. Yeah. It just seems like something that everybody wants, and maybe now with the technology, it's easier to do because yeah, you can get better graphics, and you need something good in order to like. It, you couldn't have done that on a PlayStation 1 or even on a PlayStation 2. The it, No. It's just not The Nemesis good. system and the way it's all put together. And, no. Yeah. Whereas now the, the graphics are better and I just feel like it would be... I mean, look at the way it was on that on that trailer. It looked unbelievable. Yep. 
So yeah, a Shadow of Mordor is a good idea. Okay. But Shadow of War does look great. Yeah, I'm looking does. forward to it. Mm-hmm. Another good game that's coming out this year. Yeah, October 10th. For all of that free time in October, because all of these things are coming in October and November <laughs> this year. It's just like, ah. Uh. Yeah, that's gonna be. Uh, that's gonna be a. I don't have that much money and or time. My poor students. <laughs> uh, Dave, do you have that stuff marked? No. I was playing Shadow of War till like two in the morning. <laughs> yeah, and that was after I played No Way Out. All what was it called again? A Way Out. A Way Out. Yeah. Yeah. Sean went to bed, and I was like, well, I'm still awake. I'm going to play Shadow of War for a while. <laughs> that I is know. a situation that will never happen. <laughs> that you go to bed before I do? Yeah. I'm playing online, and just like, okay, I'm going to bed. Really? Unless I had something early. If it was like, okay, I, yeah, i got to be up at 7 for a call, then. Sure. Yeah, but. But still. 99.9% of the time, yeah. that is not going to be the situation. Being that I work nights. A lot. Evening nights. Yeah, probably. (laughs) Yeah. But yeah, it looks great. Uh, Another thing to add to the things that you might want to watch is they did do some gameplay. For Shadow of of War? Yeah. Cool. You'd be able to find a little bit at this point. Or very soon as well. Cool. I mean, let's be honest. When I get home, I'll probably forget about this and just pass out on the couch. Probably. Ubisoft. Okay. (sighs) There's a game that Dave can play as soon as it comes out, regardless of whether or not he buys a PlayStation. Phone Destroyer. You guys. There's a South Park game for your phone, and it's coming sometime in 2017. Right. As long as they don't delay it. But yes, right. I... I'm just so excited about this. (laughs) You know, because they're calling it Phone Destroyer, it is going to be a nightmare on your battery. Oh, yeah. Especially because you're using a 5S still? Uh, 6? Something like that. No, it's a a 5-something. Yes, it's 5S. Okay, yeah. SE or whatever. Yeah, no, it's going to be a nightmare. Oh, yeah. Which, whatever, I don't really care. Call, call me to set up office hours. Nope. Phone's dead. <laughs> what? Phone destroyer. <laughs> I had to FaceTime with Cartman to set up my card combo so that way I could fight Stan who's dressed as an Inuit. Look, look it's just, man, bear pig, I have things to do. <laughs> my life is very important, students. My life is very important. <laughs> what I do outside of these walls... It's mostly has to do with South Park and video games. Pretty much. Um, I don't really know what that game is. It's a combat game, kind of. Yeah. I th- I think it's kind of a tactical card game where you have two different sides and you're fighting, and there'll be a story around that. So it's there'll it, because it's set up in the idea that the the kids are playing cowboys and Indians. Yeah. So it will just, it'll divide South Park into two factions, Mm -hmm. and then you'll join one of the two factions, I assume, or they'll just set one faction, and then you will be fighting your way through it. Gotcha. So they'll just set up battles, and it'll be tactical stuff, where probably turn-based, from the looks of it, card. So, okay, I'm gonna, Cartman's going to do this, and then it executes. So now, you played the Stick of Destiny. Stick of Truth. stick, Stick of Truth. Yeah. Uh, it's the pick of destiny. Yes, it is. I was so close again. The D. It's yeah. Okay. 
Uh, you played the Stick of Truth. Yes. And that was a turn-based yep. RPG, right? Yeah, it was. And you liked it. Oh, yeah. Loved yeah. it. Okay. Because I feel like... And I, I remember I came over and you were, you were playing it. It did look really fun. And so yeah. I'm totally down with the idea of a, a card game or card-based... For your phone. Yeah, right? Exactly. Yeah. For this one. This little guy right here. Yep. It's uh, totally going to run it, too. I have complete faith that your phone is going to run it. That's the hope. Yeah. Oh, God, I'd be heartbroken. <laughs> Optimize for iPhone 6 and above. <laughs> oh, God. Do I buy a PlayStation or a new phone to play <laughs> Phone Destroyer? No, no, I get the PlayStation because then I can play the Fractured But Whole. Because the Fractured But Whole has drunk Randy in it. And I thought this was America. Oh, my God. Two South Park games in this E3. Yep. Two South Park games. Yep. We don't know when either of them are coming out. Oh, uh, October 17th is Fractured But Whole. It is. Okay. I didn't You know, because October. Right. What else do we have? Shadow of War yeah. and... Um, Wasn't Assassin's Creed in October as I well? I think so. Uh, A game we're getting to later. Yeah, and Call of Duty World War Two is November, November 3rd. 3rd. Uh, so, Mario is in October as well. Yeah. Oh, yes, and the game we're getting to later, yes. October. October. My God. You guys! Oh, and the, the end lore game. Oh, yeah. October. October. October 13th. Yeah. Yeah. Because. Yeah. Why not? Oh, and by the way, Battlefront's out in the middle of November. <gasps> you know, the one that has all three eras of Star Wars in it and is multiplayer and single player. Is it actually? Yeah. It, there's a single player campaign. We did that in the in the React, our trailer React. Oh, I didn't. I, at that point, I couldn't remember if we knew whether it was or, uh, single oh, yeah. player or not. Okay. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. Never mind. Because they announced that was what we were reacting to was the fact that remember there's oh, like right. that Inferno Squadron. Yeah. You're the kind of looks like a like a Pacific Islander lady plays the commando. Right. Okay. Yeah. That makes sense. They did half an hour of Battlefront at the EA Play conference, really? and they showed a battle on Naboo between the droids and the clones, and yeah, it's it's all there. It looks good. Cool. Which one's Naboo? Uh, that's where Amidala's from. Okay, that's what I thought. Yeah. Okay. We were talking about the fractured butthole. Or yeah. butthole. Fractured no, butthole. Right. I know. <laughs> <laughs> that that might have been the best part of the trailer. It was just the Cartman giggle right at the end. Yeah. Uh, it's got Drunk Randy. Drunk yeah. Baseball Randy. It's got Seaman. Yes. I'm so excited for Seaman. <laughs> I love Seaman. We were sitting there watching it. And it's just, you're flying past and you're seeing all these oh, yeah. different characters. And all of a sudden I see this guy take off his jacket. And like two seconds later I go, Sean, was that Seaman? He goes, yes, it was. And I just got so giggly. <laughs> what is, do you know what the concept is of this one? It's it's another, like, it's is it like the, the stick of truth? Is it? It's an RPG. Okay, yeah. Yep. Yeah. Um, grid-based tactic. Okay. Yep. Okay. The the first one's not grid-based. This one, they've added a grid. Okay. All right. Um, <laughs> Basically, it restricts... You have to think about movement as well as stuff, but it's still turn oh, by turn by turn. Oh, I see. But okay. it's like, okay, I have Mintberry Crunch. I have to move Mintberry Crunch here, and yes, Mintberry Crunch is definitely in it. Fantastic. <laughs> So I have to move him here, and then I have to move my character here, and then token, you know, Tupperware or something like that. I don't remember. Cap, yeah. 
or wonder tweak goes to right. so yeah so you have to move and then your your attacks have attack patterns think like chess yeah yeah basically it's an rpg chess cross that's Fantastic. the easiest way to, for okay. me to describe it for cool. you is because your attacks will have different effects so oh i can attack two squares forward and one to the side like right. a knight like a knight yeah yeah uh but it's mostly going to be like forward or it'll be a column right. or something like that um and I assume you get to figure out what your superhero looks like. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And you pick your class. So speed or oh, okay, like yeah, yeah, flying okay. super strong or right. lasery or magic or whatever. It was the perfect, perfect trailer for this for this game. Yeah. Now, did they actually hit their date this time? Bleh. Who's to say? But I hope so. I would love to get a chance to play this game. I think because <laughs> October. If it was accidentally delayed till December or January, I'd be okay with that. Kind of, but at the same time, it's been delayed three times. You really so want to play it, but at the same time, there's so there's much so other much stuff coming, coming out. Month. Yes. But it can't come out in February of 2018 because we have possibly, uh, what was that? Uh, God of War. A Way Out is early 2018. Yep. Uh, God of War is early 18. Yep. And Far Cry. Yeah. Yeah. Far Cry Five, you guys. We Can talked s- about it a couple weeks ago and knew that we weren't going to be able to talk about it once the, the trailer came out because it was dropping between when we when we recorded and yeah. when E three happened. Yep. So they dropped this trailer and everybody goes crazy for better or for worse. Like it's there were people who were going, oh, you know, can't believe this takes place in Montana. Like just. Everybody's angry, and I don't really care. It looks yeah, amazing. It does. So I saw the, like, you tagged me in just the, I think there was a, a picture or something. There was the, there was a preview yeah. trailer, which just established the, not a trailer, you're right, it's a preview image, where it was just the Last Supper style thing yeah, of the yeah. cult leader. Yeah. Yeah. And then there was kind of a, a trailer for it. Yep. And everybody went nuts, but then... But then we got the E3 trailers, which clarifies it a little bit, which I think they needed to do because a lot of the anger was people who didn't know what was actually going on, which is always the Far Cry anger. Like Far Cry 4 anger, it's like, oh, the white guy is suppressing a minority. Look at that. He's he's Himalayan. Yeah. Look at He dyed his hair blonde. That's it. You've got it wrong. Yeah. Well, and honestly, you can't appease everybody. No. There was one guy, I don't know who he was, I wish I would have remembered what his YouTube name was, but I was at work and a, my, my co-worker was watching this guy's reaction to people's reactions to the trailer. Yeah. And and he was saying, you know, like, there's some people who are pissed because there's no black people that they're killing. There's some people who are pissed because it's only Christians that they're killing. There's some people who are pissed because the character, like, this just, you can't make everybody happy. And in my opinion, it just looks awesome. Well, and plus, oh, yeah, you're white again. You don't have to be. That's actually customizable in the game. Read the press. <laughs> there you go. So. And, I mean, from a, from a, like, our standpoint, like, I've been to Mexico and Hawaii, so I've been to, like, tropical islands. Sure. I've never been to the Himalayas. We've been to the Rockies, though, yeah. so, like, backcountry mountains. Sure. It's not exactly the same, but it's close But it's close. But... We practically live in Canada's Montana. Yeah. So. Like, I grew up in basically, I mean, without the, the Rockies on our doorstep, but, like, my hometown is basically this place. Yeah. 
it looks like small town Alberta because small town Alberta looks like small town Idaho looks like small town Montana. I'm watching this and I'm going, oh my god, that, this is as close to killing people I grew up with as I'm ever gonna get. Finally, <laughs> right? <laughs> as soon as I started seeing, I'm like, that's not how I wanted to come out. I'm like, but, I know where this is going. Yeah, but okay. I don't. I don't mean that in the sense that I wanted to do that. It's just like, well, <laughs> moving right along. But it's just. Normally, there's there's somebody whose culture you're maybe not necessarily familiar with. Like, yeah. you're killing pirates, or you're killing Himalayans, or, like, is that, you are against the Himalayans? On You are fighting, you are a resistance fighter in your home country fighting against the corrupt king. Okay. That's, okay. What's, that's what four is. Cool. So, yeah, but even still, those are situations where I, I don't know people like that. I mean, I've never really, other than... The locals in Mexico. I don't. I've never really met anybody from tropical type resorts who aren't Hawaiian. Right. Right. But these are these are people that we grew up with, not to the same extent because they're they're religious fanatics and a like religious cult. Well, the the premise is that a, a cult, a crazy doomsdayish cult, yeah, anarchist kind of cult, has taken this town over completely, yeah. and you are trying to fight to free the normal people of the town. That's the idea, and that's the idea of every Far Cry. Is, yeah. Here's a crazy dude who's got a gang. Go shoot him. Okay, that's what this is. Yeah, and it looks really cool. I wonder. Yeah. I mean, the map's got to be fairly big, right? Oh, it's yeah. Far Cry. So I just wonder, like, you, you obviously aren't strictly in the town. There's probably, like, the outskirts and everything. It'll be Hope and... County. Oh, that makes sense. Okay. That was the image I tagged you in. Was right, right, right. Hope right. County, Montana. Okay, yeah. But Falls End, the town... Is going to be where the guy is probably based, and well, like maybe they'll in, be in Far Cry Three. And... He had that compound, right? Like, it's yep. kind of the same sort of concept. Um, also, the the trailer where they're just you're going through the church and everybody's holding their guns, singing "Amazing Grace." Yeah, very very cool. So good. Just... Doesn't give you anything. And Sean showed me that one first, so that way I could see that part. And then he showed me the gameplay trailer where you actually get to call in your hire a friend and yep. you get your little dog running around and boomer boomer love it hopefully named after boomer Esiason. and why not, as he really? should be yeah yeah <laughs> dave it's finally gonna happen you get to play as a Bengals fan <laughs> <laughs> it's about time i get to kill people i grew up with and be a Bengals fan <laughs> character customizations like pick one of these four football teams it's like the Bengals, <laughs> the I Jets. I don't know no. who else he played for. I was going to say the Giants. I don't know. Yeah, I'm not sure. Cowboys. Probably Meh. be a Cowboys fan and like a Jacksonville <laughs> fan. Closest to Montana. Oh, Seattle? Or Denver. Oof. Oof. I don't want to cheer for either of those teams. That's why you are a Bengals fan. <laughs> I like how even our nerd podcasts still stray into sports. It's an inevitability, To you be guys. fair, it's Far Cry, a game where you're running around, it's run and gun and yeah. explosions and stuff. So Yeah, that's fair. We're not talking Xenoblade Chronicles or something. No. We're, we're talking Far Cry 5. Yeah. Go and kill a cult leader in Montana. Yeah, I was telling my cousin, same cousin I was talking to about why I would get PlayStation over Xbox. Because he plays mostly sports games and the odd, oh, yeah. odd first-person shooter. And sure. I was telling him about, telling him about Far Cry. And so I was telling him that basically the, the premise is the same, but it's in a different location. I was telling him about Far Cry 5 and just how 
you're going to basically southern into Montana and you have to kill a religious cult. And he's just like, that sounds awesome. I was like, yeah. yeah, it looks so good. I can't wait. It might be the game I'm most excited for. Okay. Call of Duty World War Two is also... It's sooner, so you can be more excited for that one. Then you're like, there you yes. There yeah. And then. Yeah. But also... <laughs> The last one I have on my list. I don't yep. know if there's anything that you want that you want to, to tag at the end of this, but no, I feel like a, a good hour of talking about the stuff is good, sufficient. Yeah. Um, it comes out October twenty seventh, twenty seventeen. Because of course it because does. Why not? Wolfenstein two. Yeah, the new Colossus. Now, admittedly, I haven't played the new one. Right. I remember you playing it and loving it. Yep. I don't think you ever played it when I was here. I can't, I, maybe once. Maybe. But either way, it's not one that I'm overly familiar with. Yeah. I'm familiar with the Wolfenstein games from the was before. Oh, yeah, the originals. Yep. But I'm not familiar Same with... Same dude. Still BJ. Same so dude. that's pretty rad. Yep. The trailer was great. Like, the little weird German commercial at the beginning. Where for, she, for Nazi Lassie? Yeah. yeah. Was so good. And then, like, the weird, like, flipping through the channels and seeing all the German TV, and you're just like, oh, what's going on? And then yep. you realize that it's Wolfenstein. And in this incarnation of Wolfenstein, he has... The, the Germans won the war, is that correct? Yes. Okay. At the very beginning of the New Order, spoilers, I guess, to the very beginning of the game, so that's why I don't feel too yep. bad, uh, he is basically knocked into a vegetative state for 12 years. Okay. In 44. Oh, interesting. So he wakes up around 56 in a world that the Nazis won. Whoa. So when he goes to infiltrate like Berlin, there is the Reichstag the way it was designed by Goebbels and Himmler. And when they were doing that, like, this is the grand thing we're going to do, they took that and put it in the game. Good God. My goodness. Yeah. That is thorough. <laughs> that is a game that... That, and that's the one I was talking about before when you were talking about COD, where at a certain point, you just get good. Right. Um, now, it did make a difference that I played it on hard, and okay. I chose to play it on hard to begin with, because I don't play a lot of shooters, but I am pretty good at them. Mm. So to start on hard feels okay for the ones that I really want to grind on. Right, and right. And this was one where I'm like, yeah, I want this hard. That's and fair. it was awesome. <laughs> so do you, you die a lot when that happens? Or because I'm pretty bad at video games, and I even on like intermediate, I never start a beginner because that's dumb. Yeah, but I well, I, and Wolfenstein makes fun of you if you try. Oh really? Oh yeah. Awesome. Uh, it's it's not beginner mode; it's baby mode. And BJ's face has a like a bonnet and a pacifier on it. It's like you can play this if you want. Fantastic. <laughs> it's like nope, nope. I will. Uh, I'll play on hard. Okay. Because I feel like intermediate is kind of right about my skill set as far as sure. games go. But I also wouldn't, you know, if there's if there's certain games that, that I feel are, I don't know if are too easy, or it's just you go through them once, like, okay, you know what? Try it again. I'll try it again on hard and see how that goes. Yeah. So I feel like I'd probably start Wolfenstein on intermediate Normal. and see how that goes. Yeah. Um, it's fast. Is it? Yeah. It's a little twitchy, which I like. Fair. Um... But it is, it's still Wolfenstein. It's still where, okay, I'm going to dual wield these assault rifles and I can't aim at all, but that doesn't matter. So let's God, go. That's so fun. Oh, man. 
The story's great. The sound design is great. Their design is awesome. Is it? Yeah. Yeah, so it's another one <clears throat> like um, uh, Shadow of Mordor. Yep. I'm going to, when I get my PlayStation, it's just, it's an inevitability at this point. There's too many games, and we do too much of this for me to not play some. Yeah. So, and that's why I'm playing the Xbox, because at least I can talk about some gaming, but we do too much for me to not play some games. And you are nothing against Lethbridge, <laughs> but you are moving to a place that has less to do in exactly. it. Exactly. It's just, it's not as big as Calgary is by a fair margin. Yeah. So there's just, there's not as much. If you've got to be home and you got to be up at nine the next day, well... It has less to do. I know fewer people. Yep. And I have less to do for employment because I don't have to work all the jobs. Yeah. So I will have downtime, which is so weird to me. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. yeah, it will be... There will be time. I just need to save some money so I can buy one. Yeah, no, exactly. Um, yeah. But yeah, the new order. <clears throat> it looks, it looks great. No, that's the one you got to play first. This right. is the new Colossus. Sorry, the new Colossus also looks great. Yeah, it really does. Do we have anything else we need to talk about? Um, I wish I cared more about Nintendo, but yeah. they've just, like, Kirby's cool. I like Kirby. I've always been a Kirby guy, but it's not enough to convince me to get a Switch. Yeah. So Mario, like you said, weird. Yoshi cool. Yeah. But not enough that I'm going to get a Switch just to play a Yoshi game. Yeah. I'd rather just... It also makes sense if I would... Like, if I traveled more? Mm-hmm. Maybe? Because, yeah, it's on the go, and I can be playing a console-quality game on the go. That's awesome. But I work from home. Cool premise for sure, but not... Yeah. Just don't need it. No. Not worth not worth looking into. Uh, Yeah, I think I'm good. All right, well, I guess that's it. You, Mr., Mrs., and Miss Internet are the lifeblood of our podcast, and we just want to answer your questions or just have a good old chat. Do you want to talk to us on Twitter? I can be found at David Ron. That's Ron with two N's. Well. Sean is at Sean Core. That's Sean with the U, and I'm pretty sure you guys all know that. Yeah. And we are at Guys From Podcast. You can email us at guysfrompodcast at gmail.com. That's an awkward sentence with those two ats. Facebook us at the guys from or... Or create your own press conference in a kick-ass theater. Have a really bitchin' waterfall because that clearly means that you're legit. At the press conference, have the whole world tune in to what you want to say. Having acrobats really helps people pay attention. And ask us in front of all those people something that you want us to talk about. And if you do that, we will probably answer it. (laughs) I love the probably in there. (laughs) These people just spent like $2 million to ask us a question. It's like, we'll probably get to it. Yeah. Yeah. But this question about Trump here, that that's yeah. pretty important. Oof. If you enjoy the Guys From Podcast, tell anyone you can any way you can. And the best thing you can do to give us a hand in getting the word out there is to leave a rating or a review on Apple Podcasts. Still getting used to saying Apple Podcasts. We're available pretty much everywhere podcasts are found. That includes Stitcher, Poddy Bean, Player FM, Pocket Casts, Blueberry App, two thumbs up media you name it we're probably there hey dave is there anything you wanted to plug sean do you wish that you could listen to two-thirds of blink 182 without that basis of theirs mark gosh do i do you think you're too angsty to just listen to blink 182 yes maybe you should consider listening to boxcar racer Mm. they'll supply you with all the angst you need sean (laughs) 
was like an ad within a, that's like a second ad for <laughs> Fox sure, Car Racer. It sure was. On our website, www.theguysfrom.com, aside from hosting this amazing video game podcast, we also write articles on things like music. That's indie music every day, throwback tracks every Thursday, now with playlist. Yeah! Booyah! Movies, more about games, The Simpsons, you name it, we've probably written about it. Man, where can I find all that again? www.theguysfrom.com Right. Head to iHorror.com for all of your horror news, interview, and review needs. And basically what I'm going to say is, if you haven't seen some of these trailers that we've just talked about, or some of the hype around these games we've been talking about, and you're at all interested, it's super easy to find on YouTube. Check some of this stuff out, and maybe go play a game. Word. Special thanks to The Sweets for our terrific opening music. Check out their website at www.wearethesweets.com. And, as usual, special thanks to Kevin McLeod at Incompetech for our takeout music called Fearless First, as well as today's ad music called Fireflies and Stardust. And finally, congratulations to the Pittsburgh Penguins for winning their second Stanley Cup in a row. The first team to do it since the 1997-1998 Detroit Red Wings, and the second team to do it since the 1991-1992 Pittsburgh Penguins. Yep. Five Stanley Cups. I'm going to continue to revel in this because I get another year of enjoying a Stanley Cup championship. Plus, it's going to happen again where they are the worst team in the league. It's cyclical. It's going to happen. Yep. So enjoy it while it lasts Mm -hmm. is what I will do. This has been episode 172 of the Guys From Podcast, the E3 Podcast. Thanks for listening. Once again, I'm Sean. And I'm Mickey the Mouse. I mean, Dave. Have a great week, everybody. The Guys from Podcast is brought to you in part by the fact that we've been going through this during dinner time. We ate an entire bag of candy. Hey, Dave. Yeah. Which of those two candies did you like the best? I'm a big fan of the Coke bottles, but those weird gummy bears were just lights out. The, the gummy bear sour giants or yeah. whatever? Yeah. Yeah. Bag of candy. to hide your eyes for me to start the audacity file right okay fair enough the, the, <clears throat> the sound file is good okay um so we are we, we've gone through all the trailers for the stuff we talked about today except right. for one yep there's one more that you wanted to show me yes and so i don't know anything about it so you're gonna have to regale me or just hit go i don't know what you'd rather do what would you like me to, uh it's a sequel to a survival horror game Okay. That came out a few years ago. Uh, it's not zombies. It's more psychological than that. Oh, but, like, people okay. and such. So, like, possession and... No, more... Cra- uh, 
Okay. Just hit play, I guess. Yeah. All right. May contain content inappropriate for children. I like it already. Oh. What? What? Were we... Well, of course my house would be on fire. Well, yeah. Your house is always on fire. <laughs> in horror movies, and, or horror games in particular. Oh. And now we just stuck our hand in the Matrix mirror. Come on! A little bit more Westworld. Yeah. This song's gonna be in my head all night. Not this version, but... Good version, though. Yeah. Appreciate the art. Nice. And creepy. What? <laughs> it's like the Matrix meets Stranger Things meets... Nightcrawler. The X-Men character. Yeah, I got you. What is happening? Why is everything covered in milk? Because it's delicious. Or... What? Friday the 13th, October. of course it does. That's, uh... What? <laughs> I wish everyone could see your face, because that was, that was really quite spectacular. 